Hey man, welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm one of the hosts of the show, PJ Burner, along with my co-host, Kellen Allen. Yo! And we have returning in studio, Brandon Meller. Hey guys. How's it going, Brandon? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Good, man. Yeah, glad to have you back. Yeah. Hey, so uh, the year is winding down. What year is this again? It's 2020. Oh. Uh, yeah. I forgot. For the most reason. infamous year <laughs> ever. Okay. Which I got to feel like people who have had bad years in the past in history are yeah. kind of going, really? Really, guys? Like, yeah. like you have to stay home. Yeah. Like, stop like, it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like, the bubonic plague yeah. and even the Spanish flu. Like, they're, they're sitting there going, hey, do you guys not remember the Spanish flu? 1918? Hello? I yeah. mean, we had a bad yeah. too. Yeah. We wore masks. Our Christian brothers and sisters are looking over at us from overseas. Yeah. They're like, oh, seriously? Yeah. You have to go outside. Right. For church. And wear a mask for church. Right. And it's, oh, it's hard. Man. Yeah. This is our China moment. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, China's got <laughs> nothing on what the church is going through right now right. in America, right? Yeah. Now that we've offended half of our audience. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, we're, the, the year's winding down. So many people are excited about 2021, which I'm like, I don't know why you're excited about right. 2021. It's just rolling over. It's not like 2021 is going to hit and COVID's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. See you I've, guys. I've done my duty here. Yeah. On to the next. It's like country. Y2K. Like there's like a, a computer glitch. Like right. that'll happen that the second it hits, you know, 12 a.m. Yeah. on uh, December 31st. Yeah. It's funny, but people are like really excited for 2021. Like it's going to bring right. like this major change on January 1st. Like soon as we get there, everything's going to be back to normal. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for 2021. Yeah. yeah. When we still have to wear masks and socially yeah. distance and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but Sorry, people, we were, we're downer. Yeah. people are always excited about a new year, right? Yeah. And one of the things that people do around the new year that we've even talked about before on this podcast is what? What do they do, Brandon? Oh, they make resolutions. Resolutions. We, I think I was on the episode with you guys last year when we talked resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe some of you guys are out there already have resolutions in mind. Yeah. Kellen, do you have any resolutions in mind for this next year? Uh, you know what's funny? I'm not in the fitness industry anymore. So I used to be able to like look, wait for people's resolutions and just watch them just crumble. Fizzle out. Yeah. Yeah. And that was sort of... My thing is like, I'm like, well, let me just see if this is actually going to stick this year for other people. And it just never seemed to, to fail. Um, they would always just fall fail. and crumble they and fail. fail. It never, it never failed, but they fail. always failed. Yeah. Right. But uh, I'm not in that industry anymore. And thank the Lord I'm not. Now, uh, you're, now you're in ministry. So now you're just watching people's spiritual resolutions fail. Right? I would hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I, I would hope not. But what about you personally? But like, personally. What about resolutions? Like I want to grow. Like taller? Yeah. Like I want to be six eight. Six eight this year. I'm gonna stretch, <laughs> next year. I'm gonna stretch out a lot. Uh, no, I think resolutions for me just uh, a lot are around just my continued spiritual growth, um, and so being able to continue with with school. Um, got a new docket of classes that we're stepping into uh, this docket. semester. Docket of classes. It's a good word. Yeah, just felt like throwing that out there. Uh, but growing spiritually and then in ministry as well. Uh, so continuing to uh, get closer to that first year of full time ministry. I'm going to cross that in 2021 and yeah. stepping into leading a few more uh, ministries that yep. I had in the past, which I'm excited about that as well. And so God's continuing to, to stretch and grow me, but I, I think just continuing to just discipline myself um, yeah. to grow. Yeah. Brandon, how about you? I'm going no resolutions this year, guys. Wow. No resolutions? Yeah, I'm switching it up. Um, last year did not work out great for me. 2020 came around, and it just didn't work out. So I'm going to go no resolutions. No, I, honestly— Set the bar low, and you will exact, always exactly, achieve it. Exactly, exactly. No, uh, we're, we're recording this on December 
15th. I, I'm not right. I'm not ready yet. I'm going to keep pushing it off as long yeah. as I can it's to make punt, those resolutions. Right? I'm going to punt until maybe the last minute. So maybe late in the day on December 31st, I'll start thinking through it. So, right. um, all jokes aside, yes, there'll be certain things you, we look to and it's, it's a lot of the similar things of, you know, uh, you want to pray more, you know, you want to be in your Bible more. I mean, a lot right. of spiritual based things that we all should be striving for. So, which all of us, come up with those and then we're like yeah and i'll get to it I'll you know january you. 1st of course yeah. i, I mean, mean january like, 1 okay, I mean, right. you know, hey, like, give me a week yeah january i mean it's still holiday seven. vacation yeah. you know that kind Man, of like the I, monday the I first i feel monday. the way to conviction that yeah. i should be doing this because this is a good thing to do right but you yeah. know it's a Mon- resolution monday i'm not and, gonna and start in january i'm gonna start in february because everybody starts in january i'm gonna get serious in february a new year's resolution it's not an end of the year resolution yeah but yeah, you know, we, we joke about it, right? We were saying COVID doesn't care what year it is, right? Right. Resolutions mean nothing for New Year either, right? right? Unless you actually apply them and start to live them out. It doesn't matter if the clock is 1159 in 2020 or 12 a.m. in 2021. It's, right. It's no different. We, right. We know that. You know, it's all about discipline. It's like you're trying to get a jump start. I, th- I was like, you know what? They, got, they brought me on to help with the segue into the yeah. discussion. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Right? Yeah, for sure. Well, there we exactly. go. Exactly. Look at yeah. that. <laughs> but we expect, yeah, we like Brandon was just saying, we expect like, here's the new year. And all of a sudden, all of our resolutions are just going to be easy to us. And that's why people end up petering out and, right. and failing at the resolutions. Yeah. Because they think that just the, the, the turning of the page on the calendar is somehow going to make you more disciplined. All right. And all of a sudden, it's going to be easy for you. Even though you failed to read the Bible through for the last 20 years, <laughs> this year is going to be different because it's 2021 right. and I'm making a new resolution. No, you don't understand. This is a resolution. I'm resolving, just like Jonathan Edwards. I'm resolving to do this. And so it's going to be different. Nothing changes, right? Yeah. I, I mean, if it, those things, men, that you're thinking about, about resolutions, get busy right now. Right. Don't wait to the new year. Let's go after it now. So we want to talk about an article that's on a, a website called Redeeming Productivity. And the author of this article is called is a guy named uh, Reagan Rose. Which you said is, you were going to name your sixth child that? Nope, not having a sixth child. But oh. if I if I was in, a, in a an name. alternate universe, Reagan Rose is a pretty legit name. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, that's a, a strong name. But uh, yeah, this article is all about strategies for developing Christ-honoring discipline. And we're not going to read the article to you guys because you guys could go online and do that. But we just want to talk about some of these things uh, and kind of kick them around together uh, that he suggested and how it can maybe be a benefit to you guys as you're thinking about how you can grow in discipline um, now and not put that off until later. So let's talk about this first one. And, and this is important for us. And that is kind of what we've been talking about. Maturity or discipline doesn't happen overnight. It's not going to change. If, if you're out there right now, man, and you're thinking to yourself, man, I want to be more disciplined in this area, whatever that is. The point here is, the first point is, it's, it's not going to happen overnight, right? And, and Kellen, what, what, is that, what does that mean for the, the men listening? That, that maturity doesn't just come overnight. Discipline doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah, it takes time. And it's not something that by the flip of the calendar, all of a sudden you're going to be uh, you know, this expert or, or master, whatever it is that you have at hand or that you're thinking, it takes time. And I think a lot of uh, disciplines that we start to have, they need to come with a plan. Like they can't just be spur of the moment, oh, I feel like I'm going to do this and I'm going to try it out. That's how all of these resolutions that, you know, we joked about at the beginning, they, they fail because there's no plan. It's like on this day, everything in my life is going to change and it's going to be this way from here on out. And the point here is, it's being able to start small. It doesn't start, it doesn't come overnight, and so you need to understand where you are in life and how this new discipline that you're going to have, how that's going to start to enter your life, 
and start small just with any workout as we joked about fitness but you know you don't go from being this overwork overweight couch potato to you know this this model physique overnight it just doesn't happen they but might make it seem like it but it doesn't but that's how we treat especially a lot of times issues of sanctification right brandon like if a guy's struggling with a sin and you know the the answer to godliness is always discipline mm-hmm. but yet we go to bed at night and we pray you know god make sure in the morning that I, I don't struggle with this sin anymore. I, I want to be done with it. So so take away this desire and we go to sleep expecting that overnight we're going to just be a different right, person in right. the morning. Why is that faulty thinking? Yeah, that's not that's not the way, you know, God God works with us, right? He's going to he's going to show us, you know, grace and in in our weakness, right? And give us time. I mean, it you know, we're not going to have this miracle happen overnight where we wake up with some different person, right? We need to be focused on continuing in prayer for God, not just ask that one time, help me with this, and I'm going to move on from this, I'm going to be fine. We need to rely on God constantly. And I think that's where we get stuck with so many things, whether it's, it's sin, whether it's discipline to work out, those kind of things. If, if we fail, you know, we're fine that first day, we fail three days later, like, ah, like it's, it's over for me. It didn't work. It didn't take this time. Right, right. I'll wait till 2022. Right. You know, and that's just not, <laughs> right. that's not how it works. We know right. that, you know, but we get, we get stuck in that. We know it doesn't work that way, but we still fall victim to that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're making resolutions for 2022 in January of 2021, life is not going well. Stop life it. is not going well. But yeah. And, and not only is, is the Lord patient with us, so we need to be patient, but we also need to understand that, that we need to put some skin in the game too with mm-hmm. this, right? It's not, you know, Sanctification requires intentional discipline and us setting ourselves daily to grow in holiness. And that is that is a progress, right? That's why we talk about progressive sanctification. It's not like you go to bed one night, you know, totally a heathen and wake up the next morning and you're an angel. That's not the way Christianity works. It's a process. But all that's the same, man. It's a, a process that requires discipline. Just like Kellen was saying, if you want to go from, you know, the dad bod to the the fab bod which I don't even know Did if Did you make that up? Fab. Yeah, okay. I didn't. Sounds good. Hey, there, there it goes. It's yeah. podcasting. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to go from being a couch potato to a guy that's totally ripped and chiseled, yeah, you can't go to bed at night and pray, okay, God, make me ripped and chiseled in the morning. Amen. You got to put in the sweat equity, the hard work. Just like also, if you want to grow in your relationship with the Lord, none of us, I'm guessing, guys, went to bed at night when we were trying to, to, uh, uh, to pursue our, our future wives and said, God, I, I just pray that in the morning I would have a more intimate relationship with with you know my wife or my girlfriend or whatever, and then just expected to wake up in the next morning and be better as a boyfriend right, no or way. better as a fiance no or better as a husband. No, you got to put in the sweat equity to pursuing them. And it's the same thing with Christianity. So all that to say, man, it, it's going to take more than one night. So don't get discouraged, but also don't get lazy just thinking that what you need to do is just go to bed and pray for more discipline. Yeah, and pray for patience, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's all, one of the key things in all of this is is to not get you know down or or, or feel bad uh, that if it's taking a little while. There's there's no there's no rule book for how long some of this stuff should take, right? right? It could take years. It could take your whole life. I, it could take your whole life, right. exactly. Right. And and again, we're always striving to to grow in our sanctification. So I, yeah. I, that's I think that'd be an encouraging thing to keep keep praying for patience. For sure. Second thing to think about, men, is not only does it not happen overnight, but when you're dealing with discipline and wanting to grow in discipline, the second point that Reagan brings up here that I think is helpful is he says, don't let emotions in the driver's seat. Um, and we've been talking about that too, right? And he says this, he says about Christians, for many believers, their walk with the Lord is dependent upon emotional highs. And mm-hmm. so we can have emotional highs and think we're doing really well because we're doing, we've had a, a great week and our confidence can be in that experience uh, and, and that can be a problem with discipline. Why is that a problem with discipline, Kellen? 
Yeah, because it, it it dictates how we study, how we do things based on how we're feeling. And I think it can go both ways. So you can be, you know, things can be going well. Um, you feel like you're hitting all the marks, whatever those are. And, you know, you've gone to Bible study, you've gone to church, and you feel like you're doing the right things, and that creates this emotional high. Well, I think on the flip side, it can also... Um, sort of this emotional high can take you away from the word. You feel like everything's going right. So it's like, why do I need to be in the word? I mean, God's faithful. He's blessing me with all of these gifts and things that are going right in my life now. And that takes you away from the word. And typically what brings you back is some emotional low that you face where you're like, I need God. And so it can go both ways. And so we can't allow just emotional highs because they will come. Life will get It'll be good at certain times, and it'll get tough, and it'll get challenging, and that cannot dictate when and and where we we spend time with the Lord. That should always be this consistent pattern, and the emotional highs, they're going to be there one way or another, but that doesn't change our relationship and our disciplines with the Lord. Right, right. Yeah, the 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 view of a, of the Christian life should be more in keeping with the tortoise than the hare. It's that long-term, that, that just putting one foot in front of the other, that plodding along, even if you, you picture how an ox plows a field, right? That ox is not going to be blazing fast and it's going to be just monotonous at times. It's going to be just going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And, and yet the job is getting done and that job is getting done well. And so as, as men, that's kind of what our mindset on our, our walk with Christ needs to be with this discipline is, yeah, there are going to be your highs, there are going to be your lows, but as you zoom out on your entire life, there should just be this steady progression t- forward towards Christ-likeness and, and towards a growth and discipline. So don't get too excited when you've got a great week and don't get too you know defeated when you've, you've had a bad week. Yeah, and have men in your lives that will keep your emotions in check, right? If they, if they see you're, you know, struggling with something or, or, or you're riding that high, you know, I, I, and have guys that you can trust that are willing to speak up if they notice that these things are out of whack, right? If, if, if you're experiencing, you know, tremendous highs and, and you're, you're not showing up to Bible study because you're like, oh, I'm good, or, or you're not involved in, in conversations about the, your daily Bible reading, or you're not, or you're, even communicating less, whatever that may be, um, have guys that are willing to snatch you by the you know shirt collar and bring you back down to reality as well, was, and pull was, you up out of the. I was depths. wondering what you were going to say there when yeah. you said snatching you by the uh, yeah. snatching you uh-huh. by the neck, yeah, okay, but, and pull That's, you up. And, and this is the last too. time we had Brandon on the podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> by the shirt collar. What happened to that guy? Yeah, he got snatched it. up. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. gone by the shirt collar. Yeah, and have guys that pull you up too. Right, 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 I mean, right. for yeah, sure. So I think that's good. Right. Uh, third, and I'm going to modify this one a little bit, but still use kind of the, the general idea. And that is that discipline begins with a choice. Um, and and that's, that's important to remember as well, man, that, that discipline doesn't happen to you. Uh, discipline is something that, that you create in your life, that you bring into your life. And that begins with a mental battle. Like let's take waking up early in the morning. We had a, a, a question at a, a college Q&A that we did recently, and one of the students said, hey, I want to grow in discipline in the bigger things. What should I start doing kind of on the smaller scale to grow in discipline on, on the bigger issues? And I thought that was a great question. And we started talking by talking about or answering that question by talking about, you know, you need to discipline the small areas of your life. Wake up at the same time every day, whether it's your day off or not. Wake up early. Get about the things that you need to do. Make your bed. Put your clothes in the hamper, in the laundry basket. My wife's listening to this probably going, really? Right. You, really? you just said that. 
Put your you clothes away? That. Really? That's you? In 2021, you'll do it. Yeah, that's my resolution. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> but it's, it's an intentional choice to do the small things that will overflow into the big things. And that begins in your mind with your thought process. You're going to bed at night thinking, man, I am exhausted. And you pick up your phone to set your alarm or to turn off your alarm. That's a choice that has impact on your discipline, not just in that decision, but in your overall trajectory of life. Yeah, I, I can speak from my own experience of, of that you know, working for me and making the decision to wake up pretty early, insanely early, actually, because I have found I am more disciplined throughout my entire day if I set that as as one of the things I do. Where sure. I wake up early every day. Now I need to do better on the on a, on a day off day, but um, I, I I find that that really helps me, and it and I'm off the rest of the day. If if I don't if I don't consistently start the day with like all right I just check this box by being disciplined in this task I wanted myself to you know to accomplish, um, so I, I've experienced that daily. Yeah, yeah. You know what helps you get up early in the morning? Five kids. I was that, about to say yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when they're up early and you're like, okay, yeah. if I'm going to get any time before they wake up, course, I got to get yeah. up earlier. Yeah. I got to beat them awake. <laughs> Not physically beat them awake. <laughs> Just but thank, thank move, you for moving. clarifying. I have to get up before they do. Somebody yeah. took note. Beat yeah. them awake. Get a good coffee awake. routine in the morning. Make some for you know, sure. Yeah. Sit helps. down with your Bible, yeah. whatever you have. Uh, all right. Number four, discipline needs to turn into to habit. And, uh, and habit is something that can be good and something that can be bad. All, all right. of us have bad habits in our lives. Uh, but we need to cultivate good habits in our lives. There's a book out there called The Power of Habit. And if I was more prepared, I would tell you who the author is. Um, but that one's a, a good book to uh, to have. It's not a Christian book, but it's just a, a good kind of examination of habits in our lives and how those uh, factor into uh, help us and how they can hurt us and how we can focus on creating good habits in our lives. Charles yeah. Duhigg. Charles Duhigg. There he it is. the Google machine. Duhigg? Google. Google. D-U-I-G, right? D-U-H-I-G-G. D-U-H-I-G-G. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's just pretentious. That is. That, they, he didn't need the extra <laughs> H didn't, or the extra to, G. He it was unnecessary. Blame his parents. But it's a good book. Anyways, yeah. but yeah, men, let's kick this around a little bit. How do we formulate good habits? What, is that, what does that look like for us? Of the one thing that he put in here, the one thing is just focus on one habit at a time. Um, too often, again, we talk about the new year and the, the new us, whatever you want to call it. It's like, I'm going to do all of these new things. Again, start small, focus on one habit. And he goes so far as to saying that, look, there, we talked about it a little bit already, is there's always going to be a sacrifice that needs to be made. There's always going to be you know, a time where you're going to not feel like doing it. And when you start to develop those habits, it's not a Will I do it? Will I not do it? It's like you know, eating or showering, hopefully, or brushing your teeth and all those things. Like it's gonna happen. Like those just have to be there. They're habits, and so when those disciplines that we have they become habits, then we're not getting to a point where it's like, well, maybe I will, maybe I won't. It's just who we are and what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and he makes a point later on. Um, well, I won't go there because it'll it'll steal the thunder from his next point. But yeah, it, taking advantage basically of the habits that you already have in place to see new habits formed. Um, you have good habits hopefully already in place, but think about uh, being disciplined to to create the habits you want to have. And uh, and that that's again that goes back to what we've already talked about. It requires a choice. It requires patience. You know, you, you, this is not going to happen overnight. A habit is not formed in one repetition. A habit is formed over and over and over and over again. All right. Uh, number five, remember he says that the discipline always requires sacrifice. Um, discipline always requires sacrifice. And uh, he says in here, he says this quote, he says, it is discipline that continually gives first place in our actions to what we say are most 
are our most important priorities. Family devotions over football, integrity over ease, holiness over temporary pleasure. Brandon, what does it, it look like for us to involve discipline in, in, in this concept of sacrifice? Why does discipline require sacrifice? Yeah, because you know the world is going to throw at us the things that maybe are more fun, right? Or at least the world says they're more fun and, and maybe easier. We're, e- much easier. They're tempting. I remember in, in my own sanctification and before I was even saved, I started going to church and I was checking fantasy football scores during church service. And remember getting very convicted over time and then making that choice with a few, you know, elbow, you know, into my ribs for my wife. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to turn the my phone off. The sanctifying elbow. The sanctifying yeah. elbow. I'm going to turn Sharp. the phone off when I walk in. And that was tough. I mean, it's embarrassing to admit it you know, now, these years later, but that was a tough thing. I'm yeah. sacrificing, like, you know, especially on the, I moved to the West Coast. It's 10 a.m. There's football on. You know, right, you know. Right. So I mean, there's just there's certain things you make, and that's a silly sacrifice. Or tigers make. coming down 18 at the exactly. Masters last I mean, year, ready to win, exactly. and you're on you know, the third song. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can always you can always find something quote unquote better to be doing with your time, right? I mean, right. at least from the world's definition. Right. So uh, it's gonna sting a little yeah. bit, but. And it's easier not to lift weights than to lift weights, of right? Of course. And that's why there's so many of these like, hey, get buff quick. Yeah. You know, things out there that I'm guessing Kellen don't work. No, no, they don't. No. Yeah, they like don't. like the thing where you like sleep, where it's like vibrating your abs while it, you sleep. It does like, not give you a six pack you while just, you're sleeping. You just get a jolt while well, you're yeah. sleeping. And we're we're not dumb, right? They put these yeah. people on these commercials for these products, yeah. and you're like, you didn't get that way no. by using that thing. No. Like, there's no, no way. Yeah. No. Like but even deep down, we're like maybe, maybe, yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll <laughs> yeah. try it I'll out. See, maybe for me. Even on the Peloton, right? Like yeah. we've got one of those, and I'm I'm sitting there taking the class, and I'm looking at this guy on the bike. I'm You're like, like <laughs> what, dude, what's the difference. Pedaling this thing does not make my shoulders look like yours. No, there's no like, way. There's no way. There's, dude. No way. there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it requires sacrifice. We have yeah. to do hard things, yeah. and that's that's what discipline is. And and one of the important reasons why we do that is because of the payoff. Right. Because the payoff at the end is better than compromise. Compromise may be more preferable in the short term, but the payoff in the long term is better if we're willing to sacrifice and do hard things. Yeah, how about number six? Build on habits that are already working. And this is what we were kind of already talking about. Kellen, let's talk about that for a little bit. What does it look like to take our habits like brushing our teeth or you know, getting dressed in the morning and capitalizing on habits that are already in place and using those to build new habits? Yeah, taking a look at what you got going on right now and uh, we've talked about it before on previous episodes, like dead air. Like if you're driving and you have a commute Episode to work, one, quality yeah, manhood. You got to commute to work, then utilize that time. You don't have to add in more reading. It's like maybe download Audible and use that time to be able to uh, enrich your mind with uh, God's word or, or a book that could continue to edify you, whatever that is. But utilize the habits that you already have. You wake up early in the morning as opposed to waking up in the morning and hopping on social media to see what's what's on there. Be able to sacrifice social media and say, I'll wake up early in the morning. I'm going to spend 20 minutes in God's word just to get me started. And hopefully it continues to grow from there. But take a look at your current life and just the, the habits that you do have and build on those as opposed to trying to add something else in and then it, it dies out quickly. Yeah, for sure. He gives the illustration even of, of while you're brushing your teeth, throwing a scripture verse on an index card and taming it to the mirror so that you're memorizing scripture while you're brushing your teeth. That's again, building on habits you already have to create new habits that are good. Let's talk about number seven. I think this one may be one of the most important ones because it's something that we all experience and, and it's something that comes along with New Year's resolutions. And he says, we need to harness waves of motivation to create systems. And he talks about those moments that all of us have had where we just get a wave of motivation and we're ready to tackle the world. 
and we're ready to, to launch out. And it's what we all experience with a new year. It's like, ah, oh, fresh start, new pages turned in my life. Now I can do something and here's all my list. And I, you've got this huge wave of motivation right. that eventually <laughs> just like all waves dies out. And so he wants us now to take that and to harness that motivation, that initial motivation to create uh, the ability for long-term successful discipline. Brandon, what does that look like? Yeah, and and I like how he puts it here to create systems, right? So creating this system in your life of activities that are ultimately going to push you towards accomplishing whatever that goal is that you set out. Uh, I recently read a book. Tim Challey has wrote a book, and I love the title, Do More Better. Like, yeah, it, very, very... Doesn't s- seem grammatically correct, no, but okay. But very yeah. self... It you know, seems like a self-help book, but written from a Christian perspective, and it was really good. And his the whole, that whole book is about using Evernote and, and, and email systems and the way you interact with uh, your, your workload for that day each morning and having a to-do list. And actually, I read on an airplane. Flew to, I was actually flying to you guys' home state of Texas. Uh, read that cover to cover on an airplane. Y'all. It was awesome. Well, I, I'm allowed to say that. From We say it in Florida also. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and anyway, it, it, it's a really good book about implementing systems for your workload to get yeah. things going. It's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, now I find myself, as I'm sitting here, thinking, like, I need to impl- implement even more and, and yeah. have that. And I kind of, you know, I'm feeling that wave of motivation to do it come New Year. Um, so finding those kind of systems or implementing those type of systems is a, is a good idea. Yeah. That'll help you. Kellen, do you care to share the text that just came through on the podcast live here with your alert on? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, but this is this is the thing. and is real. And sometimes this is hard because in creating the system, the system may say, okay, if you want to read through the Bible in a year today, it's just reading through three chapters and you may read through three chapters, but the motivation is still there. And you're like, I want to read 17, 30 more chapters, right? Right. I want to just keep going because I've got all this motivation, but you can burn out Sure. and it's creating the system. It's trusting the system. So make sure that whatever system that you put in place, whether that's a system for reading your Bible or getting more organized or working out, Trust the system. Make sure that it's 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 something that's well thought out that's going to produce the results you want it to produ- produce and then take it one day at a time and let that motivation sustain you longer uh, than just that initial flame. It's like striking a match versus lighting a, a bonfire. That bonfire is going to last for a lot longer than a single match. The single match may produce flame faster, mm-hmm. And it may be more bright initially there, but it's going to die out so fast. And that's that motivation that so often we have happen. We're like, this time it's going to be different, right? And really it's not. It's just that this is the next wave of motivation that you have. Um, and so use that to, uh, to create those systems for long-term success. Finally, capitalize on every decisive moment. Capitalize on every decisive moment. Life, it says here, is constantly presenting us with a choice between discipline or self-indulgence. Kellen, what are we talking about by capitalizing on every decisive moment? Knowing that you you have a choice um, to make, whether it's fall into you know being self in, or self indulgence or do something that's actually going to be productive. Which a lot of times uh, you you know it from experience already. The things that are self indulging and um, you know may seem like they give you short term happiness or joy or excitement. Those tend to not be productive. Uh, they seem good for that moment, but you know, after watching an hour of ESPN, you realize the next day it did nothing for you. Uh, and you could have right. spent that time reading, you could have spent that time doing something more productive. So all we're saying here, man, is like you're always going to come to that point in time where you have a choice to make. And 
not just take the easy choice, not just take the one that's right there at your fingertips, but really be prayerful about that and and decide something that's going to be productive for you, for your family, and going to edify you and, and get you in a close relationship with Christ um, and make sure that you're decisive and capitalizing on each of those moments that you have. Right. And for some of you men, that's you need to put the spoon down. Like you're self-indulging by sitting there with a tub of ice cream on the couch. And it's like, okay, man, put the spoon down, right? Or for some of you, your, your alarm clock is ringing. It's okay, man, don't yeah. hit the snooze button. 20 get times. your butt out of bed. Get up, get after life, get after what's in front of you to do today. And yeah, that goes back to what we talked about. It begins with a choice. It begins in the mind. It begins with deciding to do something. Um, but you're going to also have not just the planning to decide to do something. You're going to have the decisive moments where now the plan needs to put into, be put into action. Right. And so now it's time to, to, to not just hit the snooze button or take that next bite or whatever, but it's time to get after it. Um, yeah. And you know, guys, are new year's resolutions bad? No, they're not. It's, it's fine. Whatever. I, but if, if you make a resolution and you fail one day in the resolution, don't write it off. Don't start planning for 2022. Realize, okay, failure is, is a part of our lives. We shouldn't be excited about it. We shouldn't plan to fail. We shouldn't be comfortable with failure, but at the same time, we shouldn't be wrecked and defeated by failure. Mm. And uh, if nothing else, we want you guys this next year to be more uh, disciplined, as this article framed it, for for Christ's glory, for Christ's honor. Um, because the more disciplined you are in matters of godliness and holiness, the more Christ will be exalted in your life. So that's what we will be praying for you men for uh, over the coming week here. And we will be with you again next week. We've got a new release date, which we're going to go ahead and, and let you guys know now. Rather than releasing on Mondays, we are going to be releasing on Fridays. So uh, as such, this is going to be rolling out tomorrow morning, which is a Friday. And men, we uh, want you guys not just to listen to this, but also to make sure that you are planning to be a part of your church this weekend, whatever that looks like. Whether you're in a, a place where your church is, is just online only right now, great. Be the best online only, highly committed participant for your church you can be. Or whether your church is gathering in person, great. Be there, be committed, be involved. And uh, we will be with you again next week. 